0: Joining us is uh, Mr. Mr. Basketball himself, Justin Nelson. Good morning to you, sir. How are
1: you? Uh, very good morning. Sounds like I've interrupted an enthralling chat this morning between you two.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't go no, that It's no. just the last hour of the show for the year. We're getting there. We're nearly there. But uh, somewhat, a team that's... Well, have they started their resurgence? They are 5-9 and nine now with 13 games remaining. The Breakers got one on the board against the Taipans. They've got a little bit of cavalry coming back. Are we optimistic that they can go
1: on and punch onto the playoffs? Well, I think we were optimistic uh, until probably late yesterday. Uh, Will McDowell-White coming back from injury, expected to play tonight. Yeah. Uh, Still a question mark over Zylan Cheatham as to whether he will step on court tonight. But then, of course, the news broke late yesterday that Finn Delaney has just pulled a calf muscle and is out for the next four oh. to six weeks. So this is a team right now, after going all the way to the grand final series last season, they literally cannot buy a trick. It is just injury after injury, sadly. Yeah, that is. That's unfortunate,
0: mate, uh, because uh, they they desperately need to get uh, everybody back on deck because on paper, at least, uh, this is a very, very good team, a team that should be top four.
1: Well, we think so, and, and certainly that's the talk around the league. But if you break the stats down, you know, one thing we've talked about uh, previously is just consistency. Yeah, they've won five games, but three of those five wins have come against the same team in the Cairns Taipans. In fact, they've only mustered one win against the top five teams in the competition. So. You know, they've got a lot of work ahead of them at the moment. They take on the Kings tonight. They're a formidable outfit. We know that. There's a great rivalry between these two. Uh, Its most recent form is obviously the uh, the grand final series last season. They've played once this season against each other. The Kings got home by two. There'll be plenty of fire in this one. But, gee, the breakers have got to move and they've got to get moving quickly.
2: Modi Mayor says he has dreams about his rotations might look like with well, a full roster to play with. Well, this Finn Delaney debacle is trying to span on the works. What's
1: that roster going to look like tonight? What gets the key? Well, well, the dreams are probably nightmares at the oh, moment yeah. for the coaching staff <laughs> because they just can't get a fit and healthy team on the floor. Mm. Look, they'll shuffle the deck chairs. They're used to doing that. We know that at their best, uh, they can be very, very good. The unfortunate thing is, you know, as fans and as viewers, we're just quite not sure what we're going to get from game to game. At five and nine, you know, we know that it'll take 14, maybe 15 wins to make that top six. You know, they really need to get motoring and string wins together. They take on Brisbane on the 27th. That's a tough task. Brisbane are another team battling for the top six. There are a couple of places... Ahead of them on the table, you know, the next couple of games in particular against the Kings and against the Bullets are must win games for the Brokers.
0: Justin, it, I know it's a bit uncharitable at this time of year to ask this
1: question, but is Modi Mayor's job in jeopardy? It's an interesting question because when things are going well, seemingly in sport, uh, everybody's getting a, a pat on the back. And, of course, last season was such a huge one for the breakers. But when things aren't going well or not going to plan, you know, quite often we start pointing fingers. And the age-old saying it's easier to get rid of one than it is to get rid of many, you know, it rings out in team sports around the world. I, I, I think it would be completely unfair to start talking about those sorts of things with, with Modi. Mm. He's been dealt a very rough hand this season. I don't think any other team to top-line players has copped the same injuries than what the breakers have. So, look, personally, I think he's completely safe. Uh, I don't think he's lost the locker room. I think they're right behind him. He's, uh, he's a very um, animated uh, coach, but he, he talks well, says the right things. He clearly knows the game inside out. He's just got to get a fit and healthy team on the floor. Zylan, Cheatham, and McDowell White. We know how important
2: McDowell White was last year. It was very, very good for the breakers. Um, They are back with minutes. What sort of minutes are we going to see from them when they play play the Kings?
1: A little bit of a cloud over Cheatham tonight. I'm not completely Mm. convinced that he'll be playing this evening. So he may be Mm. a game-time decision decision call, so keep an eye on that one. Will McDowell White, uh, it's unrealistic to expect that he comes in and he's at his peak. I think he'll probably play around the 20-minute mark. Uh, he'll be one to watch and hopefully can stay on the court uh, for the games coming up. But as he increases his workload, he is vital to that team.
0: Now, we've got uh, a lot of NBL action uh, right throughout uh, this Christmas break. We've got, obviously, as you mentioned, uh, the Breakers play Sydney tonight, but there's plenty of basketball action. Like They play uh, uh, Christmas Eve. They even play... Christmas Day, uh, an initiative that the NBL started, was it last season?
1: Yeah, they did, yeah. Two games on Christmas Day. The first pro sport or first sport in Australia to move into that uh, space. Uh, Of course, well known uh, in the NBA, uh, but they were the first in Australia to move into that space and got good craft last year too. Got a lot of good coverage and it seems to have been a good move.
2: Just on the NBA, let's cast our eye over the NBA and let's look at the rookies, Victor Wembanyama and Chet Holdrum. Uh, how impressed have you been from those rookies taking on the on the big names in the NBA?
1: Yeah, really good. I mean, they're two exciting players, aren't they? And I think they're going to be in front mm. of our eyes for for years to come. It's exciting. They're a bit of a different build too to what we've you know quintessentially seen over the years. You know, big Shack and you know, big broad shoulders, those sorts of plays. These are long and lean. Uh, men. They stack up and they're playing really, really mm. well. Uh, let's not forget that Chet has had a year in the system as well. So yeah, he didn't mm. play in year one, but he would have learnt a lot, seen a lot, a lot of video, a lot of talk, a lot of work with the coaches off the court. Um, so he, he's a rookie, absolutely, but he does have a year of learning under his belt. Everyone was excited because another
2: Frenchman was going back to the Spurs. Obviously, Tony Parker. They've had a real international influence. But Popovich... They've had a horrible season, and everyone was hoping that Victor would be able to do it on his own, but he can't. You need you need a team and you need players around you to be able to build. Is Pop under pressure? Did you ever think you'd see a day when the Spurs would be without Popovich?
1: Geez, it's a morning of talking about coaches under pressure, isn't it? Mm. He's um, <laughs> look, he's he's got runs on the board. He's got plenty of credits mm. in the bank, I think, and he's one of those very, very few coaches that we see in world sport. They can probably call time when he wants to call time. He's done enough, given enough, mm. uh, provided enough for, for decades. I think he goes out on his own terms. But I think what we can say, he's definitely closer to that happening than being further away. So. Yeah, look, I think it's fanfare and uh, you know streamers coming down from the roof when he finally decides to to hang up the coaching whistle. But it is getting closer.
0: Well, they said that about Bill Belichick too, and now all the rumours are that he might not (laughs) meet next season. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, But uh, keeping it on basketball, Justin, um, the Detroit Pistons, two and twenty-five. Any rumour, any truth behind the rumour? They're looking at changing their name to the Detroit Pistons because I'd imagine their fan base is not happy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we might have half the pistons signing into the cells nbl to come and get some wins at uh, some stage no guarantees of that <laughs> it's uh it's a tough run isn't it and uh they're setting all sorts of records at the moment for the wrong reasons and this is a good team i mean these are some really good quality young plays that have been taken high in the draft and you know, lots of hope that uh, the Pistons would be able to turn it around with this, you know, movement towards youth. But gee, they're failing at the moment. And you know, you guys are right up there this morning wanting to sack coaches left, right, and centre. <laughs> Don't be surprised if we see uh, if we see a change at the Pistons at some stage soon. Is continue
2: the trend of uh, you know just talking about the controversy that's going on over in the NBA. Draymond Green, Jar Morant has just served the 25 game um, ban. He's come back, hit a game-winner, buzzer-beater, and uh, he looked pretty darn good. But he served 25 games for a pretty, I think, um, wow, well, what's the word? Like, what he did was, was quite bad, considering what goes on in the United States. What are we expecting with Draymond Green? How long will he be out?
1: Well, one of the things the NBA is really harsh on is image and, and the image mm. that's portrayed to the fans. I mean, this is a league, the NBA, let's not forget, it may not be the number one pro sports league in the US. Uh, you know, the NFL obviously holds that mantle, but the NBA globally is an absolute beast. It's an enormous business. It's a huge business here in New Zealand. doesn't even play a game here, yet the fanfare for the NBA here in New Zealand is quite extraordinary. So image is everything to this competition, and they think about it globally. Uh, so it's not what they want to put out there. I think Draymond has a problem and, and even you know, Steve Kerr the coach has come out and spoken about that that, that this is a bloke that has a real problem uh, with the way that he controls himself and uh, the, the good thing for I think the good thing that's come out of this is all the positives are about this guy needs to go away and, and fix himself. He needs to get help. Uh, He needs Mm. to get some assistance in becoming a better human being. And I really like that message because quite often, you know, athletes under the spotlight, we just continually dig and dig and dig, and especially the way media and social media works today. We're always looking for an opportunity to drag people down. And these people are in the spotlight, probably more so than, you know, most other people in the world. So, you know, certainly at a high caliber, politicians, movie stars, all that sort of stuff, sports stars are right up there. You know, he, he's a guy that's got some troubles in his life uh, and he needs to go away and sort himself out and, he, and he's getting that support from the league and from the Warriors to do that.
0: Now, as uh, he mentioned, the Grizzlies, uh, they are now 7-19 and 19 after that buzzer beater. Uh, Jam Morant is back, but they are not going to have Stephen Adams until next season. Can they get themselves in the playoff picture, do you think?
1: No, I don't think so. I think that uh, it's a pretty... Well, you know, we're, we're very early in the season still... Uh, but I don't think I've seen enough from them to string you know, consistently wins together. They still got some injury concerns through their list. Let's not forget that. Uh, so they still do have some holes. Morant comes back. He, he's definitely a key player for them. You know, Jaron Jackson Jr. Has had a wonderful season and just continues to, to grow, but I don't think this is a team that's going to be threatening the silverware at the uh, right end of the season.
0: Good stuff, Justin. Appreciate your time, mate. Uh, what have the Nelson clan got planned for Christmas?
1: Well, I'm going to sit down and go through world sport today and work out how many other coaches I can sack by Christmas time. <laughs> so, I'm not sure about you, but,
0: Brilliant. Mate, I'll enjoy
1: day. doing that, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. It's a pretty ugly present to open up on Christmas Day. No, I'll just be sitting here uh, in Wellington enjoying the wonderful weather that we have this time of year. It is the place to be, the city of Wellington.